Our next live podcast is in Los Angeles, California on Saturday, December 8th at 9 p.m. at the Hollywood Improv. Click the link in the bio for tickets. It's definitely going to sell out. Saturday, 9 p.m. show, the hottest slot in town. Come on out. Click that link. No sponsors this week, but I would like to shout out our friends again from Other People's Lives, that podcast I mentioned last week. It's with Joe Santagato, who you might know from YouTube, and Greg Dybeck, who you know from Other People's Lives podcast. Check it out. If you like this podcast, you'll love them. I'm actually a little concerned you're going to stop listening to I'm Sorry, Dad, because Other People's Lives is so good. So don't listen to Other People's Lives. Just stick with us. Obviously, I'm kidding. We're buddies with Joe and Greg Dybeck, and uh, we're scratching each other's backs. We want to make our podcast as powerful as possible, and we want to be heard by as many ears as we humanly can. So with that said, I'm going to scratch their back. Go listen and subscribe to other people's lives. It's amazing, super interesting. They have guests pretty much every week, and they talk about things that you normally wouldn't talk about, like uh, phone sex operators, people with bipolar disorder, Adults who enjoy being tickled for pay in a non-sexual way. Sounds weird, right? You're going to love it. It's called Other People's Lives. Available on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere you get podcasts. This week on the podcast, we have my buddy Sam Tripoli. He is a hilarious comedian. He's been at it for years. He's a comedy store paid regular, meaning he's one of the best in the world. Uh, Sam was also one of the first people I met when I came to LA when I was feeling insecure about being a Viner and a lot of comedians looked down on me. Sam was one of the few who reached out and said, welcome to LA. I'm happy you're here. Let's be friends. He didn't say the let's be friends part, but he, he welcomed me to LA and, uh, it meant a lot to me, man. And also when I was having, uh, some suicidal thoughts, I hinted at it on Twitter about this time last year and Sam reached out to me personally to make sure I was okay. So uh, that warmed my heart. He's a very dark comedian and it just, I've noticed that people with the darkest minds often have the best hearts. Like, I mean, we all saw what happened with Cosby. All all his material was uh, G rated and heartwarming. And then in his real life, motherfucker was a monster. So I don't know Uh, what I'm trying to say is Brandon and I are amazing people. Uh, because we, we're so dark. So worship us, praise us, you look up to us. I know it. Thank you. Uh, spread the word. We're angels. No, but for real, Sam is a great comedian. He's got a, a brand new special out on Vimeo. You can rent it for $1.99 or buy it for $2.99. It's called Zero Fucks. Sam Tripoli, Zero Fucks, available on Vimeo right now. Support the ads. On this episode, Sam, uh, we we talk about a bunch of stuff, including conspiracy theories. Sam has a popular podcast called Tinfoil Hat, where he discusses all his favorite conspiracy theories. He has on conspiracy theorists to debate the theories and stuff like that. He is a crazy guy (laughs) with a lot on his mind. At some points, Brandon and I didn't exactly know how to field his comments. uh, So this might be a little bit awkward. I don't know. We're, we're trying to be great hosts. Sometimes our guests are crazy. Sam's not crazy, but he is. You know what I mean? Like, he's mentally stable, but he's fucking insane. I'm sure you have a friend like that, too. So hopefully you can relate. Quick side note, we recorded this episode a week before Thanksgiving, and we talked about Thanksgiving as if we were going to release this on Thanksgiving, which I decided not to do because uh, fewer people listen to podcasts during holidays. So I'm giving Sam... Uh, 
the best opportunity he can to be heard by y'all. So without further ado, enjoy this wacky episode with comedian, podcaster, and great guy, Sam Tripoli. right still every episode i just consider the fact that it could just not be recording or oh that's happened dude that <laughs> happens at least once a year yeah where you're like and it didn't record <laughs> yeah the podcast gods hate me i recorded one once where i uh prank called an old boss of mine who was an asshole and it was really good remember that yeah and i like it was like a revolutionary uh, revelatory phone call because i was like oh no she's sad yeah and then uh i deleted it on my computer uh, but on accident. Yep. So I recorded it, then deleted it. Well, you know, maybe that's <laughs> karma. Yeah, I know, right? You, you know, for it's break. a victory for only you. Yeah. <laughs> I know it happened. I spoke to her, and I made her feel bad for being <laughs> I so mean. That. And then I felt really bad for making her feel bad. So. There's nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> we all felt bad. Yeah, everyone felt She's bad. She's an asshole to you. Why do you feel bad? Because I could hear the sadness in her voice. Mm. Yeah, that well. Yeah. But maybe I'm just projecting that on her. Maybe that's misogynistic of me to assume that she's not doing well. Uh, that was a anyway, great segue. Well, <laughs> even a little teaser, because yeah. I want to introduce our guest. Mm. Uh, comedian, uh, podcaster, and uh, a good guy, Sam Tripoli. Wow, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Please check out my new special. Yeah. Uh, Sam Tripoli Live from the Vi- Viper Room. Mm. Zero fucks. Available on Vimeo.com backslash on demand backslash <laughs> zero fox. Sweet. The special is called Zero Fox on Vimeo. Yeah, why do they gotta put the on demand in there? Just put the zero fox in there. Right? What are you doing? They yeah, I hate handles. Too much. Mm. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I watched your special today. It's awesome. And anyone anyone listening, you can get it you can rent it for one ninety nine. Uh, yeah. One ninety nine. You know what I uh That's a steal. I paid my buddy the extra bucks. Mm. For two ninety nine, I bought the special, dude. So Holy, f- dude! Thank you, dude. You thank you. Hey, you that's what friends are for. But now you owe me. Yeah, for right? sure. I'm indebted <laughs> to you, a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, one of my favorite parts of the year, your special was something I I experienced recently, and I thought like, huh, that's funny. I should write something about this. Um, you did it better than I could, and it was about kind of like the double standard of like. Women can make fun of men in front of them, or women can make fun of men and it's all funny. Right. But when men make fun of women, it's like not tragedy. The classic (laughs) example is, um, you know, domestic violence. People be like, that's not funny, but women can't stop laughing at guys getting their dicks cut off. It's like, there's like whole YouTube videos of women on national television laughing about guys getting their dicks cut yeah, off. Yeah. You know? And it's just what I was telling you before. How many times do you guys get their dicks cut off? It's happened a couple times. Really? Yeah, <laughs> dude. These chicks are fucking crazy. Oh. That's the biggest... If I have any problem with feminism, and I don't have a lot, but if I do have one, it's that feminists will never admit that there are crazy women out there. They'll mm. never admit it. They'll tow the company line. You, you would go so far if you go, listen, man, treat us nice, be kind to us, pay us equal, and we agree that there's some crazy bitches out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe you're asking 
the crazy ones that question. Yeah. Of it. Cause there's got, there's feminists. I know you're you're a comedian and you're fucking yeah, but making a point. F- but. No, I mean, like <laughs> most of your chicks, most women will, will listen. Women hate <laughs> other women except for when it comes to men, and then it's fucking they're an army. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. they they like it's men versus girls. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. how it is. Yeah. Am I wrong? <laughs> no. no, you're not wrong. It's just like we're just a bunch of fucking dudes who are just so tired. Okay, fine, whatever, whatever. Have whatever you want. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was out with my girlfriend and our friend Vincent and his girlfriend. Yeah. And there was a period during the night where my girlfriend and his girlfriend were just make were just shitting on me and Vincent, making fun of us. Yeah. And it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were enjoying it, but then yeah. I, that's what got me thinking. Like, wow, imagine if me and Vincent just gang, started ganged up. Into him? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been funny. It's 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 not even close to the same rules. And you know what? I brought that up to my girlfriend Jenny later that night. I brought up the premise of that joke I had in mind, and she was like, "What? No, that's not true." And I was like, "Yes, it is." I was like, mm. "I can't make fun of you the way you make fun of me." You'd, For it, sure, it hurt your feelings. For sure. And and then she was like, "Yeah, I guess so." She was like, "Then she was like, I guess women are." innately more sensitive and i was like easy i thought we were equal yeah 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 <laughs> i, I mean, was wonderful people god bless them if they weren't insecure none of us would get laid except for like chris D'Elia. that'd be the only guy <laughs> getting laid yeah you know so god bless them with their weird kind of wiring and how they are but they are there is like a hypocrisy to it the, the whole notion of punching up and punching down drives me nuts too i hate that fucking thing and yeah i mean you gotta be really like, who is it doing? Uh, Byron Bowers is doing a, a joke about women and how, like, pussy has different texture. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. And you just hear people going, oh, oh. I mean, it's like, it's, it's gotten out of control. You should be able to make observations on right. everybody. But yeah, people yeah. got upset because he said pussy yeah, has different yeah. texture. Like, he, like it's, he's in Neanderthal or some shit like what's that. The, uh, I mean, it's just an observation. <laughs> yeah, it's so, weird. I don't really get that. But chicks can't stop going up and talking about dicks. Uh, and I don't. I like it. Talk about whatever you want on stage. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's if it's funny, let it go. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming the audience, Byron's audience, was like, "Hey, no, vagina, vaginas are all the same." Yeah, it's, <laughs> losing your it? individualism Michigan is. Um, what is? What are they banning? They're banning. Who, um, who is the University of Michigan? Someone sent me a uh, tweet. They're banning. Um, Vagina monologues. The play. The because not all women have vaginas, they said. And give monologues. Yeah. Hmm. That's I mean, strange. That's where we're at. Hmm. And here's the thing about trans people. They're the nicest people in the world. Do you know any trans? Uh, I know a bunch. Yeah. Probably because I had a bad coke problem when some weird porn <laughs> runs, okay? <laughs> right? I went down some weird shit. All I know, right? I know Boone from the comedy store, but you know, I can only know him so He's well. He's more of a know? cross-dresser. Okay. Hmm. They're weird subrets to this shit. But <laughs> yeah. anyways, they're wonderful people. They have great senses of humor, talk a, a lot of fucking shit. They're not super sensitive. Right. It's like, it's, it's these like trust fund kids mm-hmm. that get offended on other people's behalf. Yeah. <laughs> People in the oh, crowd, man. like you do a joke, they'll be like, I knew a midget once. He wouldn't like that. Well, he's not here. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> and don't say midget. Yeah. Oh, that's just crazy. Like, why can't you say Because they just picked a word. Oh, we don't like the word midget. Why? Why? Have we ever oppressed midgets? Have midgets ever been oppressed ever in their life? Every midget in Hollywood is famous. Every one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. You talk about that in your special. They're actually. the 100% the, mm. the group that hits the, out of the park more how, than anybody else. Well, how many? Like, can you count them on your hand? 
How many? If a midget walked in right now, you'd be like, oh, dude, that guy's on blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you can count them in your hand because they're yeah. so small. Yeah. Oh, man. It's pretty good. JK, uh, I think uh, people do uh, do get outraged too quickly. And they pe- enjoy it. People, they enjoy it. And people forget, like, there's so many new rules pretty much every day. So, like, if someone makes some slips and says midget, even though the midget's kind of old school, mm. like, if, if, if I slipped and said midget to somebody... They shouldn't get mad. They should, they, they should just assume like, oh, it happens word, sometimes. It's, it is just a word. And then also give me some time to fucking catch How up with every new rule. How many syllables in little people? Say again? How many syllables in little people? <laughs> right. It's easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's why I call them trans. If I didn't come mm-hmm. up with trans, I would call them trannies. It's just simpler than transsexual or transvestite or mm-hmm. whatever. Right, right, right. It's just like the least amount of syllables. Um. Mm-hmm. Dwarf's cool, right? Yeah, I was about to say you can say dwarf. Dwarf. I mean, yeah. dwarf, but that sounds weird coming out of your mouth. It sounds I like Dungeons and Dragons. The dwarfs yeah. are the assholes of the midgets, and the, and the midgets like fuck those dwarfs. They didn't say anything. <laughs> Is that it? Maybe I don't know. I'm just th- I'm just spitballing right here. Throw, just throwing that out there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So you're speaking of uh, dwarf conspiracies. Uh, you're a conspiracy kind of guy, and you got a podcast called Tinfoil Hat. Yeah, that's all about it. I'm a big fan of the pod. Thank you, man. Uh, I like your viewpoint of conspiracies because you're not like super crazy about <laughs> yeah, it. You know what I mean? mean? You're not that weird about it. It's just I'm at a place where I'm like, this is all going on and it's out of my hands. I just don't like getting yelled. I don't like getting uh, lied to. Mm-hmm. So that's more about what it's all about. It's very freeing, you know. So yeah. I, I just enjoy it. People take it too serious. So I'm very blessed to have a lot of listeners or for me, a lot of listeners. And they get very serious about it. And it's just like, dude, it's a podcast. Yeah. We're just trying to have fun. You know, if I went one side or the other, it would be way bigger, the podcast. If I went Mm. hard to the right or hard to the left, the podcast would be way bigger. To go down the middle is just, it's 10 times harder. Yeah. Mm. Because I think the world is gray. I don't think it's black and white. I think it's gray. Give me an example of a conspiracy that most people, it's black and white and you're down the middle. Flat Earth. You think it's. I, I, here's my opinion. You want my opinion on flat earth? I just don't care. I just don't care. <laughs> I've always wondered why, why like the interest in that specifically, like, okay, it's flat. So like, yeah. what is, what's going to happen? Yeah. That's like, my whole point. Doesn't yeah. re- because the whole thing is that that means we've been being lied to forever. It's this uh-huh. long game psyop. But wh- that's been going why, on. why would they lie about that? Uh, so well, weird. if you want to ask them why it's, and this, this is their, what they're saying. It's to get you uh, away from God. Because if you if they tell you a round ball in this universe and that you're not this very this certain thing, it's no longer special, and we're just a, a speck of dust in this giant universe that we're not that we're not uh, chosen. That's the whole thing. That the whole notion be about flat Earth is that God created us in His image, and we are a part of. Um, this special thing. That's what flat earthers believe. That's what they believe. Oh, got it. They wait. Flat earthers are aligned with God. More yes, than, very much. Okay. Oh, really? Very, uh, very, very religious. I did not know that. Yeah. It's very, um, well, I guess that makes sense. Like evangelists. I don't know if that's the right word, but thinking like dinosaurs never existed shit like that. Yeah. I mean, there's I also know. this weird shit about dinosaurs. Like all the dinosaurs you see in museums are fake. Yeah. They're not real dinosaurs. Mm. Uh, they weren't discovered till like the 1800s, which is very interesting. And then they weren't discovered till like 10 years after someone basically theorized about them. It's just weird shit. And then the naming of them, there, there was this th- some called the Dinosaur bone, bone Wars, 
where like these two guys were just trying to outpace each other, mm-hmm. and they were just making dinosaurs up as they were going. <laughs> yeah. So like it, sculpting. You know, I'll tell you this: creatures. I don't believe that oil is a fossil fuel. I be- that was it's created by uh, the dead dinosaurs. I do believe it is a natural occurring thing in the earth and that they made it a fossil fuel so that they could be like, oh, we're running out of it. We got to jack the price up. Mm-hmm. Same thing they did with diamonds. Diamonds weren't that important to the De Beers. I think that last, the names are the Beers, like made them seem like they were this special thing. Right. And then, boom, raised the price of them. Mm. I see. That's interesting. But all those theories make sense because somebody's benefiting from a right. lie. I don't understand conspiracies where there's like literally no benefit like so that you can like think what of. would be one? Well, flat earth to me is one of them. Uh, another would be like, I mean, this is a big one, but like something like, like when they say sh- some shootings aren't real, I'm like, what is the benefit of that? When they okay. go like whatever, Sandy like Vegas, Sandy hook or like Vegas or anything or not, even, not, no. Okay. Cause Vegas so the, is real. So there's a difference between a hoax and that's where nobody dies. Uh-huh. And then a false flag. That's where somebody dies, but there's dark arts involved. Okay. And, uh, it's happening a lot more than anybody wants to really talk about. I mean, the, I can go off the Parkland thing. I could show you a million fucking things that you'd be like, what the fuck is that? Connections to the CIA, mm-hmm. students saying that fi- that kid wasn't firing the gun. He was with them walking out when they heard gunfire. Mm-hmm. I could show you two different interviews where a teacher talks about how a cop, she walked out into the hall and saw a cop uh, in all body armor just shooting at kids with this weird kind of gun. And then there's another separate interview where uh, a, a student is like, I saw this teacher get shot by this cop. He was in all uh, body armor. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I can show you a video where uh, you see four cops coming out the back of the school with giant duffel bags, and they throw it in the back of this truck, and the truck takes off. Okay. You, you're saying that you've seen these? I have the videos. Really? Wow. Sometime I'll show them to you. Yeah, 100%. Huh. But, okay, so that that's saying that it did happen, but it wasn't perpetrated by who they say it was. Yeah. So, but, but for what, so, why? So that's a false flag. False yeah. flag, but for what, why? So our, our, our country is very unique. Mm-hmm. Our country is very unique in that it is, right now, the our economy drives the world economy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Our military is very unique in that our military is the basically the military for the world. You know, we are we are the stormtroopers for the international banking organizations. They basically use our military to go in there and uh, law order and also like basically kicking doors, blazing forth force. Um, at some point, people are going to get very are going to are going to start getting upset that our wars are no longer for defending. And that we are sending our sons and daughters into these banker wars for the, to enrich uh, very, very powerful men. And uh, at that point, people are going to want to pull back, and that's going to be the weird moment. It's, I mean, it's all about the guns. It's all about taking your guns. Mm. And I could tell you that I could go through all these things and tell you that they're false flags. If you got rid of all that, what a different world we live in. Mm. What a different world we live in. You know? Got rid of all what? Got rid of all these false flags that 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 uh, blatantly happened. I mean, like they're rich. These are all rich men's tricks. Mm. If you study them, you start seeing patterns. Uh, yeah, drills, drills being done before. Uh, you know, like emergency testing drills mm. for the police to um, be able to practice that the drills going on. 
those are always, always going on. There's always a CIA, FBI connection. And uh, for somehow the media is there in just force in two seconds. It's a very mm. scary thing to think about because nobody would... Uh, Nobody believes it because they would never do it. But right. these people are just, they're psychopaths, man. And no, mm. one, no one would want to believe that someone would do that. <clears throat> I, I kind of like, I'm not into conspiracy theories. Like, um, I kind of just shrug it off whenever someone starts talking about it. I think it's because a lot of the times it's someone being like, Earth is flat, and they're just being like... A lot of people think crazy. Earth, flat Earth is a psyop as well, done to make conspiracy people seem stupid. Oh, <laughs> Damn. You, know? you can just keep. I feel like you can keep going and going. Yeah. These conspiracies. I'm just not. It's not my thing. I don't. I don't really. I'm more geopolitics and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, I'm. You know. Whenever you talk about these things, what people always say, they're always like, "People die. Be respectful." And you're mm -hmm. like, "Well, what? How is that respectful if it's not the real story?" Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Okay. Like if the, I mean, like if you had somebody you cared about murdered, wouldn't you want to know who the real murderer is? Mm -hmm. Yep. You know. I just don't get it. Mm. Why people don't want to figure out. I mean, the Vegas thing fell apart instantly. It was predicted a month before. What was? The Vegas shooting. Mm. On a, uh, there was a, on a um, 4chan chat board, someone talked about how uh, it was on September 10th. They go on September 11th. Uh, this high-impact event's going to happen at a very secure area, uh, very secure event in Las Vegas. If you see four uh, black trucks... Uh, or vans run, mm -hmm. and uh, it, they go. It's basically to make people feel like they're never secure, so that they can um, eventually put in body scanners and um, and face <laughs> recognition stuff into the uh, into casinos. And that they this I forget the name of the oh. owner, but he's like the two. There's two big ones out there. I forget what his name is. He watched the midterm elections with Trump. I forget what his name is. He's going to buy into this company that does it, and they're going to put him in all, all the, all the um, wow. casinos, and they've already started now doing that. That's crazy. Hmm. That's an, it's weird because that's a, such an intriguing idea and story, in quotes. Well, but because it's, but it, it's it terrible. Happened, it happened, here's the thing. It happened September. He says it's going to happen on September 11th, right? So my theory is, what if he saw something that said 9-11-01, right? He goes, 9-11-01. So he, he got the day wrong. But what if it wasn't 9-11-01? What if it was the Route 91 Festival on October 1st, mm -hmm. which is 9-1-10-0-0-1, which is the exact same thing, which is when it happened? Mm. I mean, there's just... Wait, you, lost, you lost me. Okay. He says it's going to happen on September 11th. This is the Vegas shoot. Which is the big... He, he said something's going to go down September 11th. Uh -huh. And the big, you know, obviously 9-11 happened on 9-11-01. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. What if he, that wasn't the date? What if it, that was actually the place and... and uh, the, the, the place and the, and the date, meaning the festival where the shooting happened was the Route 91 Festival. Mm -hmm. And it happened on October 1st, which is 9-1-10-0-1. Fuck. <laughs> it's like, it's just weird. I, here's the thing. And they're just coincidence, coincidence, yeah, coincidence. Yeah, right, right. Like the fact that, you know, helicopters took off from the Las Vegas airport and flew to Mandalay Bay and turned their 
their their responders off, their transporters or trans responders off. Yeah. Um, which meant they went invisible. It's just weird. A lot of weird shit. When you a woman's walking through the um the the concert yelling, "You're all gonna die tonight. You're all gonna die tonight." And everybody just said it was a crazy thing. And then you find out he had three women in his uh, in his hotel room. Fuck. Who did? I didn't hear that happen. Stephen Paddock. The guy that they that that they that, that did it. Well, yeah, officially. I think that he uh it, it was a, he was selling arms. He's an arms dealer, and he does. Uh, he's, you ever watch it like uh, Lord of War uh, with yeah. Nicolas Cage? Which yeah, yeah. I have theories that Nicolas Cage is a time traveler. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. And that his movies are actually warnings. <laughs> you can go through mm-hmm. all of his movies like holy shit, holy shit. Right. They're all like warnings of all this power lead shit. I think we've all seen that uh old photograph of uh Nicolas yeah. Cage in like the eighteen yeah. forties. Maybe who knows, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so what mo- what movies are a warning of what? Um you could go through um let me see, uh face off. Which is basically facial recognition and um <laughs> yeah. and cloning. Um Con Air is the judicial system is just completely, you know, uh, utterly broken, dude. Uh, you know, people get convicted. Um, so here's my theory. Uh, uh, I had it last night. Con Air is actually about uh, how the power elites are lying and that anybody who tries to expose them ends up going to jail, which is what's going on with Julian Assange right now, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's Julian Assange? Julian Assange is the uh, WikiLeaks. He does oh. WikiLeaks, and he basically exposed, you know, all the corruption that was out of Hillary's emails. And everybody's mad at the emails, not mad at what's in the emails, which is very dark shit. So that one. Uh, what else is there? Gone in. Uh, gone in sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. Uh, basically, um, that was predicting Paul Rudd's death. What? Predicting Paul Rudd's death somehow. That or that uh, oh, Obama not. basically Paul. allowed Hezbollah to sell drugs in the United States and pu- pulled the DEA off it, and uh, they were they were smuggling the the money back in cars. Jesus, I hmm. like it. I like it. What about Wick, the Wicker Man? The yeah. Wicker Man. I was. That's another. I never one. saw that. What is that about? That's it's about um, a guy that goes to an island, yes. um, and there's a lot of women on there. Je- no, then- dude, Jeffrey Epstein's island. You should look into that. What is what is that? Jeffrey Epstein. They call it. They call it the flight Lolita Express, mm-hmm. and it's Pedo Island. And basically, all these famous people, like the royal family, ha- basically got convicted for killing off these kids it, in a world court. They were convicted mm-hmm. of uh, basically the death and disappearance of 10, 10 orphans, right? And mm-hmm. there's been talk about how the royals hunt children on islands. Wow. Hmm. This is an exciting world we're living in. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> just, here's the thing. It's just, it's, it sounds it, like a bizarre world. Where, like, that kind of stuff would... I mean, like, is there any evidence of that? Yeah. Really? I mean, there's been witnesses say it over and over and over again. Mm. Over and over again. Here's the thing, dude. You know, you can be like, oh, this is an awful world we live in. I mean, like, I like to know who the scumbags are. You know, for Mm -hmm. me personally, you know, they they get us worried about Putin and and Russia or ISIS. And they they aren't the bad guys. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the bad, like, it's like that movie where the woman keeps answering the phone, like, check the children. And mm-hmm. then the cops call. He's like, he's in the house. Like, that's it. You know, it's just like yeah. the people, the fact that George Bush just got a Medal of Honor is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my uh, life. I didn't know that. 
He just got a Medal of Honor. They were thinking about Condoleezza Rice for the head coaching job for the Cleveland Browns. These people are war <laughs> What? Um, right? What a <laughs> fucking weird world we live in. Dude. Yeah, it is. What, what got you? I have an idea of this because I've heard you on Mark Maron's podcast and stuff. What got you into this conspiracy mindset? Because I think if I was in your head, I would... Get, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to be you. I'd get. I'd have an anxiety attack. Or, uh, I mean, I I was raised by paranoid people. They, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they told. They basically, my dad told me very young, trust nothing of what you hear and half of what you see. Right. So you know, which is great advice, but at the same time, it's like a horrible thing to tell kids. <laughs> and you know, my dad put a lot of paranoia in me, so I had to work on that a lot through like going through recovery and all that shit. So I like, I don't get angry at anything. I just let it go, you know, nice. but again, I don't like getting lied to, right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't understand. Like the thing about conspiracy theorists versus everybody else is that they just don't forget the score. They don't forget. Everybody moves on. Yeah. Mm. Everybody moves on to the next thing, you know, yeah. it's just, it, and you're like, they literally keep doing the same playbook over and over again. I just think that we li- like, look at America, man. Like, Dude, 19 years ago, we were loved by the world. 19, only 19 years ago. Mm. Now we're not. We're seen as the biggest threat to f- humanity, you know, because we these dark arts motherfucker took over everything, dude. And it's just like, and what, like I just want to get back to that. You know, and it's not R's and D's. The R's and D's, you know, whatever group you are, are you a d- Democrat or Republican? I'm more a Democrat, but I, I consider myself an independent. Yeah. I, fuck the Democrats. Fuck the Republicans. They just get us to fight. Oh, people go to war over people they don't know. And right. they just explain away something when their side does it. And then acts like it's the worst thing ever when the other side does And they're all doing it. So <laughs> fuck them. Fuck all of them. Fuck Bush. Fuck Obama. Fuck Trump. You know, I, I but I root for Trump the same way I rooted for Obama because he's our president. I don't get right. why people just want to destroy this guy. Yeah, yeah. It would be cool if he was awesome and doing a good job. Well, I mean, here's the difference between Ob- I mean, okay, Obama w- w- could, was a much better speaker. I'll give you that. Yep. But the difference between Obama and Trump is like your significant other is cheating on you. Do you want to know or don't you want to know? <laughs> if you want to know, that's Trump. If you don't want to know, that's Obama. Because they're doing all the same shit. I like it. Hmm. And it's just like, it's just the truth, dude. So I just don't care. What I love about the podcast is that it's uh, afford me opportunities that I couldn't get before. I'm now playing markets I never got to play. Awesome. So that's really all I care about. Yeah, your podcast Find is doing well. Find something you're passionate about and podcast about it. You are a self-sustained man. How long have you been doing stand-up for? 23 years. 23, yeah, dude, veteran. Hmm. <clears throat> Fuck, man. So it's been a weird, crazy fucking road. Do you, I'm sure you've had periods of your career where you've doubted yourself, or maybe not. Some, not every comedian does, but have you ever had periods where you're like, maybe I shouldn't do this? Because I've felt that way before. Where yeah, I was like, and I literally can't do anything else. I have, <laughs> I can't, where do you take a shit talking skill? Yeah, I know. Hmm. Yeah. Where does that play? <laughs> right? And At the comedy store. I only get depressed when I compare myself to my friends. My yeah. friends are the Mount Rushmore of comedy. So you can get lost in that. I and bet. It, I and bet. it's just like, God bless them. They're all great people. Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, Bert Kreischer, 
um, Ari Shafir. I mean, these guys are like my good friends, dude. Yeah. So I could be like, why not me? You know, it's yeah. just like, mm. it's just whatever it is, it is, man. It's just like, who knows? And one thing that you probably don't feel as much as that's happening is like you're highly respected in the community. Everybody knows you, likes you, and respects you. So that's cool in itself. And I, I feel like you're going to be very successful. Do you feel that? I'm. I, I, what is success? I mean, like, I mean, like, like if, a, I, if I if I if I go to me, hey, this is what I'm doing right now to the guy. The first day, he'd be super excited. Totally. You know, our 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 goalposts always change, but you know, it's like I, I don't want to do movies. If you gave me a role and I could show up and do it real quick, yeah, yeah. it's just not my thing. Standing around, uh, I don't want to do that. I'm not really. I'm interested in television. If I could do something fun, like go around and investigate, but I'm not really into that. I just really want to talk. Yeah. So I decided mm. that like a year ago, I go, oh, if that's what I want to do, just do it. Nice. Just start a YouTube channel. It's changed my life. Start a podcast, talk about the stuff I care about. Because I, I hate to say it, but podcasts are the new books. Yeah. People mm. listen to podcasts to get ideas because they're just running around so crazy now mm-hmm. that they don't have time to sit down with a book, you know? And uh, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But it's just the truth. So they go to podcasts to get knowledge and learn yeah. stuff. So I try to learn stuff as I go. Podcast is how I discovered you. Started listening to uh, Rogan's podcast way back in the day. He had that you thing on. Is a juggernaut. <laughs> yeah. he's a better man than I because I don't know how he handled. He's so good. He's got. He's so good at it. It's like it's. It's the new Johnny Carson. Yeah. Hmm. He must be really good at handling his own stress, too. Well, he's an infinitely intelligent human being. He's yeah, like, yeah. A to- he literally is a five tool player of everything. Good looking guy, inc- incredibly disciplined, hard work. His discipline, man. Discipline, dude. That's one thing I, I try to take away from his podcasts. Yeah. I mean, he just, he just does it. He's, he's been given the tools and he worked to better himself. And God bless him. You know, it's like I couldn't operate in that air. I, I've, I really honestly don't want that Yeah. because I, I just let, I mean. It's massive. Yeah, you lose a little bit of uh, your ability to talk as much shit. He does. I mean, you think about the stuff that he talks about. When he's playing in, a, in, a, in an atmosphere where, G, like, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, uh, you know, Jim, Jimmy Fallon are in. Like, he's, he's bigger than them. Yeah, I know. And he's talking about shrooms and, <laughs> and you know, and all that shit. It's yeah. like, it's a real blessing. But yeah, with man. great power comes great responsibility, and he handles it very well. I feel like, because I heard him on a recent podcast where he was saying, like, you can say whatever you want on a podcast. But I am almost scared for Rogan, because I feel like one day a group could tear him down for saying something. I mean, like, that's the problem, though. He's self-reliant. Who's going to tear him down? What right. are they going to do? I mean, it's like, true. they can't take it away from him. You're right. I mean, you're they right. can if they deplatform him like yeah. Alex Jones. But I see Alex Jones shit everywhere. I mean, what is this deplatforming stuff? I see it literally everywhere. Everybody else posts it, and it made him even bigger, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, but he's really good at playing. He knows how to, what to say. You know, he knows yeah. how to go, you know. He, he's been doing comedy. He's been doing edgy so long yeah. through his comedy. He knows what will play and what won't play. Right. So he knows the line. That's cool. And as, as a host, that's a good skill. We had a, one comedian on. I'll tell you who it was after. <clears throat> but we couldn't air it because it was <laughs> it was a, all about Louis C.K. And we just were really strong opinions, our guest had. We didn't know mm-hmm. how to, like, field them. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, a one of the most awkward episodes <laughs> ever. I, I, I pic- believe in second chances. I pictured <laughs> Joe Rogan 
being on the host of that and thinking like, man, he would have handled this way better than I am. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's weird because like on my podcast, I don't, I, I'm trying to make a place where people can come and just give their ideas and it's not going to be like a war or it's not yeah. going to be uh, this big giant. I want them to get the, what they're saying across, mm-hmm. but sometimes I have to be like, that's, Bat shit, cra- I have to kind of call them out on their shit right, right. in the nicest way possible. Yeah, because yeah. conspiracy theorists are like street dogs. We've been beaten <laughs> down. Like people, like it's the term's been demonized through totally. like yeah. it's been weaponized and demonized by powers that be. You know, and so mm-hmm. I like to bring these people in and give them an open place. And but I also wanted to be both sides. Like get a super conservative on, then get a super uh, liberal on. Hmm. And I think that's important for people to hear both sides. I have a story of where I was being honest with somebody, giving them my opinion, and they called me a misogynist for it. Hmm. And this person is my therapist. The person you trust most. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling Sam earlier before we started recording, my uh, my therapist called me a misogynist. Therapists are people. They went through high school. They had their traumas. Yeah. They're people. Right. I don't know what professionally what that means i feel right. that's her putting something on you it seemed like it i think i've i've been seeing her for a year and i could tell she's off this day last week she just seemed like she was pissed and having, yeah. having a bad day it, like we all do sometimes and then i was telling her a story of my the motiv- the motivational voice i use in my head is based on my freshman football coach and so i do characters and voices so I said, my internal thoughts, which I would like to change, are get up, you lazy piece of shit. Get out of bed, you fucking pussy. Mm. That's, my, that's my inner voice that I, I, that I want that. to... Mm. I w- it's not nice. So I was like, help me stop this. But when I said, get out of bed, you fucking pussy, she was like, please don't use those terms. She was what? like, you are a misogynist. So <laughs> what? And I was like, what? So stupid. I, I had said the word horror earlier, and she was like, don't call him in horror. I was just being honest with my therapist. I, I w- what did you in horror in what context? I was making a joke. My girlfriend was upset about some girl, huh. and I knew in, in that what, moment. Do you work your material on your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> in that moment, I knew it would make my girlfriend laugh and ease tension if I just said, "Don't worry, she's just a Snapchat whore." <laughs> it was. It's not a funny sentence, but in the moment, it was funny, mm-hmm. and it made my girlfriend feel better. Then my therapist was like, "Don't." Don't use that term. And I was like, okay, all right. She's so really dumb. So there are me today. certain things I can't so say dumb. around you. It's so <laughs> I didn't dumb. think that was possible. I mean, she. I mean, I don't know. I, I. I don't think it's her job to tell you what language she. She's working on. Why do you think the way you yeah. think? Right. She's bringing her personal bias yeah. into her job, and and she's a therapist. I mean, yeah. I guess yeah. that like kind of is part of her job is her yeah. own personal shit. But like to bring in judgment, it sounds yeah, yeah. like. I, the opposite of what a therapist does. In the moment, I believed her because I trust her professional opinion. So I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I, mm-hmm. I'm a misogynist? She was like, yes. <laughs> and then afterwards, I got home. A few hours went by. I'm processing this. Then I started getting pissed. I would get pissed. Because then yeah. I, well, immediately I believed her because I was just in a vulnerable, like on the couch, like, help me. Oh. Uh, then afterward, I, I got pissed. And I was like, I'm on a... I looked up the, the definition. I, like, asked all my friends. And I was like, I am not a misogynist, god damn it. I think she took my character's inner voice and yeah. thought it was, like, really me saying, get out of bed, you fucking pussy. Yeah. 
Do you think it's because she knows that she has some power over you because she's your therapist and she sees you at your most vulnerable state, so she feels like she can manipulate you in some way <laughs> and project that shit on you? I hope not. Tra- that's what I just gathered from that. <laughs> but, like, I, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't. It's I, just interesting. It, that, that's just an example of this punching down bullshit. Just, hey, don't punch down. It's like, it's the dumbest thing ever. It makes no fucking sense. Women call other women worse things. Women call their vaginas pussies on stage. It's just, it's so dumb. And you weren't referring to a fucking vaginal section. You're referring to your state of mind. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. <laughs> so ridiculous, man. Oh, it was funny. This I kind of agreed with her, but she was also like, uh, you got a lot of Boston on you. Like, you got you got the Boston attitude. Boston's so, wonderful. So who cares? But she was like, people out here want to take care of themselves. So I, was, I was telling telling her how I can be self-destructive. And I'm like, yeah, life's hard. Fucking have another beer, which I don't think is good. But she was like, mm. that's, that's the Boston on you. People out here are chill. They're laid back. They want to take care of themselves. It's cool to take care of themselves out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a little bit of everything, you know? It's yeah. like there's some things in L.A. that I like. I do like that, you know, it's like we're kind of, we're trying to, get to another level. But there's also stuff I like about when I leave L.A. that everybody's mm-hmm. just chill. I mean, like, it's, they really are chill, dude. I mean, What, everybody go, in the world? Go on the road, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, unless it's pure hate speech on stage, <laughs> yeah. like hate speech, they, they're pretty open-minded to it, man. I mean, right. they, if you go up there and you start ripping gay people, the crowd, I don't care where you are, they're going to get quiet because people are like, dude, you yeah. know, teach their own. They, I mean, it's really crazy how, like, like conservatives... There's a lot of liberal in them, dude. Like, there, it's very much you go out there, you can make fun of everybody, you can have a great time, mm-hmm. you can make obs- not make fun of people, excuse me, you can make observations on people. You know, the fact that we're constantly told to celebrate our our diversity, yet we can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, dude. I feel like every once in the past few weeks, I've been like holding back from. Tweeting, Don't, tweeting angry shit. You gotta go hard in the paint, <laughs> man. So let me tell you something. The guys who are the most real on stage are the nicest people off stage. That's what I know. The too. biggest assholes. I, I'm not saying all clean comics are assholes. Right. I'm just saying all asshole comics were clean. Yeah. Hmm. That's I've, all I'm gonna say, dude. Because you, you're making business decisions in art, and it right. fucks with your head. I've noticed that. You, you're like, oh, I can't say that. Say it. Say it all. Right. Hmm. Because you'll be amazed at how many people it doesn't really affect. We have this whole, maybe some show in the B stage at the improv might not enjoy it. Mm -hmm. That fucking cuck tomb over there, okay? (laughs) Where these fucking hipsters go. You know, it's like, fuck that, man. Go up there and be as honest as you fucking can. Yeah. That's what art is meant to be, man. Sometimes I get in a little bit of trouble on Twitter. Fuck it, man. Well, that's the that is the the different world in and of itself, though. That's like where people care. Yeah. Listen, you want to make it the most real you are, so you could be you. How you make it is that's kind of like a timestamp on you, and when you try to get a step outside that, you get pounded on. You lose your crowd. You got to be you. You when you hit, you want to be the most honest you could ever be. Cool. Because you'll be able to be that honest forever. How you hit is how you're going to be known as. I like that. And it was this time last year where I started tweeting some weird tweets about uh, not wanting to be alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sam, were you... Not want to be alive? I, at that time, I was considering, like, ah, oh, it'd be cool to not exist. It wasn't like, 
I want to be dead. It was just like, mm-hmm. eh, it'd be cool to not exist. And I would tweet about it. And you, te- Sam, you were one of my friends who texted me about it. It wasn't a text I wanted to get because I didn't want the attention. But right. I, but I think inside I did want to get it. It was You were just like, hey, dude, you saw your tweets. Yeah. Like, let me know if you uh, need anyone to talk to. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Suicide is so permanent, dude. It's like, it's really sad when people do it. Yeah. Because like. When I get really down, I, like, try to help people. I like to help people. It takes you out of your fucking head. And it's mm-hmm. like this is just a moment in time. Right. Where, you know, what ebbs and flows. And it's like sometimes we get sold this bill of goods that, like, if we have any feelings or there's any turbulence that, you know, something's wrong with us. And that's a big, great lie of, you know, pop culture. Like, if, oh, if you're not feeling good, uh, you know, take a pill. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, No, dude. Like, I do a joke about, you know, dude, being sad is a part of fucking life. You know, this notion that we have to be happy all the time isn't true. Look at pictures from the 1800s. Is anyone ever <laughs> smiling in those pictures? Not Nicolas Cage. Nobody, <laughs> right? Nobody <laughs> smiles. They're all miserable. Like, God, oh, Nana's I've, 18th birthday. I've wondered why. why. Why don't they smile? Do they think they... Is there a reason? Like, in the 1800s? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was always because of the cameras because they took so long in oh, order yeah. to take a photo and so they just didn't... Because they had to stand still for a long time. That makes that makes sense to me. Either that, or because like you would die when you were twenty years old, just f- randomly of like a cold. You know, so it was a miserable time to be alive. Why, that's my thought in like why marriage is so crazy because like it was death to his part, and that was probably going to be about ten years from then. Yeah, so totally, yeah. Totally. You, you, the guy would die in a fucking war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By animal. Yeah. Now just nobody dies. You just keep <laughs> I know. fucking mm. going. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, my dad is 69, ooh, ooh. Mm. and it's just bizarre. Like, he's still going. It's hard to... It's, it's hard what to he's still going. It's like he's still a dude out there who, like, something terrible or amazing could happen in his life. Still. Yeah. Still going. Mm. It's never <laughs> over, dude. It's never over. God, I wish it would be. This is a cry for help, guys. <laughs> Sam, text me. Well, I mean, you <laughs> can get depressed. You know, this town can get you depressed, man, because yeah. a lot of shit's out of your hands. And when yeah. you realize that and you just let it go and you focus on what you can control, which is nuts. Like, is your podcast, your YouTube. Like, that's what I really enjoy. And that's why I get into it. Anything from that is just bonus. Nice. So what? Uh, let's talk to the, the family, Sam. Uh, <laughs> what are your plans for uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, I wanted to go see my dad, but I just traveled so much yeah. over the last month gigging that I'm just going to stay home. Nice. I'm I'm a, I'm at an age where it's like I could care less about holidays to be honest with you. Like yeah. I like to see my family. That's about it. My birthday is like just a fucking death march. You know, you're getting closer to death. Yeah. So I don't care about that. And uh, you know, I haven't been. My mom's out east, so I mean, Christmas is. I mean, my girlfriend's Jewish. I go to her family for Christmas. It's like so fucking weird. Yeah. Do they do, they do a tree and stuff? They don't do well. I mean, my girlfriend does. She yeah. lo- she's a Jew that loves Christmas. Right. Loves Christmas, mm. and uh, she's more into it than I am. I just pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what are your plans for fucking Thanksgiving? <clears throat> Drive to Orange County and have my dad cook a lot of food, and hey. then uh, actually, no, fuck, he's not cooking it this year. He's making us do it because we're men <laughs> now, and it sucks. His tradition has been passed. It sucks, dude. <laughs> and he's not even like, it's not like he's in a wheelchair or anything. He can very easily do it. And he's a, he's a chef in his job. Oh, That's really? What he, yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, fuck you guys. You do this shit now. You a good cook? No, not <laughs> at all. I wish I did. I did Bert's, uh, something's burning and I mm, cooked. Not, yeah. I was like the first person. I participate. Nothing. <laughs> you didn't just do it. I sat anything? there, talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who were you on? on that Gareth episode? Reynolds. Okay, cool. 
the fastest gun in the West. Yeah. Like he's so fast. Jokes. Oh, jokes just are like guns. lightning fast. Nice, dude. Yeah, oh. man, it was fun, dude. I enjoyed it. That's a great show. That thing's blowing up, man. Yeah. It's like such a f- fun, easy project. Like just cook and talk shit. Right. I love Bert. Trying to, Yo, get him he's, on, dude, trying to get him on this podcast. Him and Tom Score are the two smartest businessmen I've ever in really? comedy I've ever met. Really, Bert? Oh, they're so smart, dude. How they operate. Huh. They're so smart, man. Bert Bert Kreischer intrigues me. I barely I don't know him that well, but I, I want to. He's a wonderful dude. <laughs> yeah, he's really cool. He's, he's a wonderful guy. He got me my first manager in the in the biz. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He is that type of guy. He would help you out. They're not it's good to see nice people hit. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bird's blowing up. You know, somebody asked me, hey, did, was anyone you ever met that um, that you were a big fan of that turned out to be a dick? And I'm like, no, nobody really. The only one, um, the only guy that was, what's, what's his name? Michael Hall. What's his name from, uh, like, Pretty in Pink and... Um, Michael C. Hall. Is that his name? I don't know. I've never the seen blonde him. guy, right? Yeah. He's the only one. <laughs> that's so life. random and specific. Right? That's yeah. how weird it is. Everybody else is pretty cool, man. Yeah. Uh. They're pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, he, he would come to the comedy store blown out on Coke yeah. with hookers and just heckle us. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Sounds like a good dude. I remember I met Mark Marin uh, when I first visited LA. So I'm at the comedy store. And t- to me, I was like geeking out. And, uh, and I know he's kind of not warm. But, I don't know uh, how to because he's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. But he's just—he's not warm. He's he not just like just hey. doesn't have time for it. <laughs> yeah, mm. I introduced myself. I went well. I was like, "Hey, I'm a big fan." He's like, "Oh yeah, you like the pod? Uh, whatever he said." But like, was, look at the podcast cool. changed that guy's life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. I, I, that changes. I, I mean, podcasts change lives, dude. If you just find your and it, you know, Tim Fo has the fourth podcast I've had on this feed. Yeah, I've changed it four times, and it's the first one to, to hit, and it's not even—it's a good hit. It's not like, oh, but it grows. It constantly yeah. grows. People like it. It's mm. fun. I enjoy it. Are you, you know? still doing punch drunk sports? Yeah, we still. I just love talking sports. Nice. I do podcasts about the things I enjoy. I think people sometimes outthink themselves when they do podcasts, and I go, okay, that's a good podcast to start with. Are you going to be able to do it in 10, 10 episodes? Right. A hundred episodes. Yeah. Two hundred episodes. But I don't even edit, dude. I just throw nice. it out. That's why we like mm-hmm. keeping it loose here, because uh, we'll run out of shit to talk about if we have a set up system. What did mm-hmm. you think about last week's episode? What was last week's episode? The music one. Oh, I like that one. Me too. Yeah. Ah, uh, that I just post. Do you ever post something personal? Like and, what? And then get anxiety about it. Like last, yeah. like what last week? Uh, we were playing our favorite songs and talking about it. The nostalgia hit me. I p- played one of my band's old songs. Kind of obnoxious to play your own music, but whatever. Mm. It was the theme. Of the I show. think that's great. <laughs> mm. it's your, but that's the thing is that it's your, you know, it's your podcast. You can do whatever yeah, you want yeah. with it. They want to hear about your life, yeah. right? That's what I tell myself when I'm thinking like, oh, this is douchey or like self-centered. Yeah. Uh, nostalgia hit even harder as I went back, thought, thinking back to the period of life I was in when I was in that band. It's when my mom was mentally ill, and I started thinking about my sick mom. Then I started getting emotional. Brandon had left at the time. Then I started crying a little bit. No, You're loud, dude. No tears dropped. So it doesn't count, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> the Boston in here. Yeah, it is the Boston. Uh, and then on the intro, I talked about my mom a little bit. I'm just like, it, I don't know, some cheesy Come shit. On, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dude. I get scared that I'm going to reveal too much about her and like someone back home is going to hear, hear it and then think she's, an, think she's a wacko or something. 
because he's bipolar. You can't control how other people think of dude. I what talk comes mad shit about my dad. Yeah, I luckily mean, like, my mom. But I always leave it with that. I loved him, and he did the yeah. best he could. You know, my grandfather yeah. was like my grandfather growing up. If my mom ever heard me say this, she would probably be very angry. But it's just the truth. He was like the 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 um, pillar of strength. In the family, and he was a scumbag. Like yeah. later on, we found out he was a scumbag, <laughs> and it's just like it is what it is, man. It's like you know, <laughs> you grow funny. up and you think your your dad, your mom are these like these these like angels, and yeah. they're like these amazing. And then you learn that they're fucking human beings. Yeah, and they have faults and they make mistakes. And your dad, you know, when your dad would. When when you were young, he goes, "I love your mother," but my God, and you're like, "Stop, that's mom." Yeah. And you grow up, and you're in a relationship. You're like, "Oh, now I know what my dad was going." <laughs> yeah, through. totally. Because that's my mom, but that's just his chick. Yep. Yeah, it's bizarre. I've I've known that my parents are just people for years, so and I've I'm, I'm slowly still like really feeling that. It's like my 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 dad recently had a uh, back problems, <clears throat> and he started drinking a little too much for the back problems. Then it was like, whoa, is my dad going to be an alcoholic? It was like, holy shit, this can happen? Yeah. That late in life? Hmm. For so, sure. Depression. People yeah. get, uh, you know, it's like um, older people are doing more drugs than ever, man. Hell they're getting, yeah. They're getting like, uh, I mean, like crystal meth. They're doing a ton of meth now, old people. Jesus. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's, it's interesting as you get older, like, man. Start it. looking back. That's why you got to do everything you can. Do it all, man. Yeah. Have fun. Have no regrets. Have as many kids as you can. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that seems to be like the, not the good answer. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being on the pod, dude. Dude, did I just yell at you guys the whole podcast? <laughs> <laughs> is that kind of this is what I do every podcast? Yeah, I was gonna say. Hey, let's go. That's what you do, dude. Well, I think you're doing great. I'm really happy. You're a great guy. I enjoy gigging with you, and yeah, it's man. fun seeing you. Uh, like you know, move into another genre of uh, entertainment. Thanks, dude. And uh, you know. You're a good dude, man. <laughs> right back at you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give your info in, in the intro, but uh, let's do it again. Where can people find you? Uh, it's at Sam Tripoli across everything. Uh, T R I P O L I all the uh, social media and uh, my specials. I mean, you find my podcast Tim Fall Hat with Sam Tripoli everywhere podcasts are, and then find my um, f- and then Punch Drunk Sports with Ari Shafir and Jason Tebow, and then my special just dropped. Two ninety nine to buy, one ninety nine. It's thirty five minutes because nobody has an attention span anymore, <laughs> you know. So I I broke it up. The second one is dro- I have a Christmas uh, a special about to drop, oh. and that is that's called Sam Tripoli uh, Armageddon. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and that drops November uh, December fourteenth. So I, I took my special because I felt it was like Kill Bill one, Kill Bill two, where they had two different kind of. Um, just vibes mm-hmm. so i said you know i'm gonna boom i'm gonna break it in half nice. i'm gonna put out one and then put out the second part and um i'm really excited about it and they turned out really well so yeah i'm, I'm, I'm gonna have a christmas special awesome yeah hmm. yeah check the link in the podcast description for sam's special called zero fox i just i just scream on podcast now <laughs> <laughs> i like it did you like it brendan yeah like if it. you didn't would you say it in are you like an actor it? why do you act he's yeah. handsome not really, no. What do you do? Uh, write, direct stuff sometimes, and like he was a Viner as well, like me. That's yeah. how we know each other. Yeah. Will they do a movie about Vine at some point? About <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you think the lasting legacy of Vine will be? Just it'll, a, it'll be a, a reference f- that forty-year-olds make to each other, like 
when they're at a bar. That's it. I think that's it. Why did they kill it? As money, money, yeah, money. Oh, the viners want money. No, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a long story, but it's just like what kills a lot of things. Just money. It was money. a good thing that got destroyed because of money. There were some viners that wanted money. Vine wasn't making money. They were spending a shitload of money. Views were down. It was like a comedy but club where was that everybody. Twitter that did that. Twitter yeah. did Vine. Yeah, yeah. Vine was like a comedy club where everybody uh, performed for free and brought in a huge crowd, and then the the store owner didn't pay them. I can't believe nobody <laughs> bought it from them. I, I, well, I no, they did. Twitter did. Twitter bought Vine from the Vine creators. And then... But and then Vine didn't make money on its own. It wasn't a thing that yeah. made money. Right. But didn't didn't Twitter and Vine, weren't they yeah. the one that killed yeah, off killed Vine? Yeah, killed it off, yeah. But it, I can't believe nobody bought that from Twitter. No. Twitter. I know yeah. that like Pornhub offered to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. I, I heard from somebody that it cost $10 million a month for the bandwidth. Yeah. that may, I mean, Twitter was just losing money because but they, did, they didn't know how to make money off of the thing that they How bought. is Twitter making money, by I the way? Know. I have no idea. No, uh, video? Video I ads? Think, oh, and ads. And just ads in general. You'll see ads yeah, when you're scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm talking over you. Twitter's in trouble. So do I. Yeah. I mean, you got, like, Facebook too political. And it's come from a guy who does political stuff up there. Oh, Twitter, I feel, is that now. Yeah. I, I Facebook got that during the election. Now yeah. Twitter's that. And it's just like, it used to be fun to go up there. And, you know, now it's just like. I, now it's, it's people not fun. retweeting news articles. <coughs> Brandon's good at Twitter. I don't even really try to. I don't, I, I, I've I, lost interest I'm not in good it. at any social media. Oh, my God. It's just not even yeah. worth it. Just <laughs> It's just the most depressing thing I've what? ever been on Twitter. I just hate it. Yeah, it's, I don't even look at the the um, the, the actual my the, the timeline. Moments. I just see who hits me up and I retweet it if I like uh, it. Or I yeah, don't, I don't really. Instagram's great, but once all these Instagram models age out, <laughs> I feel like they're going to want to go on to something else. Mm-hmm. And who knows what the next thing is? Yeah, I just think YouTube is going to be here unless they get really bad with censorship. Mm-hmm. Is going to be the thing that stands lasts a long time. I mean, Facebook is just going to shit. Mm-hmm. I yeah I gave up on Facebook a while ago. It's just I mean mass exodus. Now here's an interesting conspiracy before we go. So the Pentagon had a pro- program called LifeLock, right? And they were going to create a program where they could uh, they could basically store all your life's data. That that program was stopped February fourth, two thousand four. Do you know what was? Um, Invented that day or was registered as a business idea that day? Facebook. Facebook. (laughs) Zuckerberg. You know, now it's coming out that not only did Zuckerberg Facebook work with um, uh, Cambridge Analytics to get Trump elected. So it's like the whole thing's been just bullshit. Money play for him. He, you remember when they put out the commercial? It used to be about your puppies and the food and, and us. And then got about, you know, hackers. and No, it didn't. You sold our data, dude. That's what mm-hmm. happened. You sold all of our data because your stock was going to shit. Yeah, mm. dude. So but, the, the world is falling apart. It's nice. not falling apart, dude. Yeah, I that's know, I know. it. It's all, <laughs> it's this bullshit thing that's in social media. Social media allowed every city's got a crazy person. Or this social media's allowed all the crazy people to get together yeah. and act like there's something going on. And there's not. It's I totally agree. No one cares. Stop. Everyone, stop caring about everything. Stop watching the news. Yeah. Stop like thinking everything is the end. Of the, it's like jokes. It's like people go to jo- like if you laugh at an off color joke, what's going to happen? 
Like right. someone could go on a crime spree. Like mm. like Gallagher. What did what did Jeffrey Dahmer go to a Gallagher concert and then fucking <laughs> decide to eat gay Filipino guys? It like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, man. Right. It's just fake ass shit. So stop watching the news and just dude block people. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how people go. Oh, were you gonna block me? You block them, and then like three months later, he's like, unblock me. No, you're an asshole. Yeah. Like <laughs> this notion that as entertainers, we have to take their shit. Yeah. Frank Sinatra never had to go through that. <laughs> I know, right? I think, how would Elvis do if he constantly was being called a fat fuck every two words, <laughs> every two fucking yeah. tweets? It's unbelievable. That, like this notion we got to put up with it. Block, 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 right. block, block. <laughs> All right. I follow nothing but fucking Oakland Raiders and hot black strippers oh, on yeah. Instagram mm. and yeah, uh, yeah. conspiracy accounts. So my fucking, basically, my, my, my uh, Instagram feed is like that fucking Magic Johnson's uh, TGI Fridays by the airport. Or like, you ever been to that Starbucks is right there? No. <laughs> Just good looking black people. That's all it is, man. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, dude, follow, stop following people that drive you nuts. Block yeah. people. You're right. I gotta, yeah, I gotta follow people with blue people. blue checks by their name. I don't trust them unless <laughs> I personally know them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You ever see them? They're like they got blue check by their name. You go to them. You're like, I editor blah. I'm the editor blah 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 website. Yeah. Half a million fucking uh, uh, followers. You're like, you got Burt Kreischer followers. The guy mm. who can sell out theaters at any moment. You have you who run a website nobody's ever heard of. Right. Fake. I think it's all like AI. Yeah. And if you if you type certain words, you get more tweets and retweets. I see. Yeah. I don't know the fucking game. The game, dude. Mm. Do you know that you? They say AI can't read memes. I didn't know that. Didn't know that. That's how the war is going to be. That that's the that's, war. That's how it's going to be. It's going to be a meme war. Oh. Us versus the robots using memes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the most clever? All right, dude. Well, I gotta, I'm gonna pee my pants. All yeah, right. Me too. Let's wrap this up. No, we're never ending this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that joke about it ending at 10:30 is gonna come true. Uh, all right, Sam. Thank you again. Anytime, dude. You're a G. All right. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry, Dad. And that is the podcast for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed Sam, let him know. Tweet him. Instagram him at Sam Tripoli. Do it. Come on. It makes our guests feel good. And as always. Or almost as always, I got to shout out our $25 Patreon subscribers. For $25 a month, you get all our bonus stuff plus a personalized shout out. Before I say thank you, I'd like to say goodbye to Ryan Lobson. I forgot to shout him out last week and he uh, took back his donation, which he has the right to do because we didn't follow through with our promises. Tell you what, guys, our Patreon is just not working. Uh, yeah, we're just not getting people on our Patreon. I get it. You, everyone's struggling for money. But uh, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we still have, uh, <laughs> we still have our, our lovely Ross Miller donating $25, $25 a month for this particular shout-out. So, Ross Miller, get your phone ready to, to record this personalized message for you. <clears throat> hey, Ross Miller. It's Ryan from I'm Sorry Dad Podcast. Um, I just want to let you know that you're the best. Out of all our listeners, you are the most wealthy and most hardcore fan. Thank you for donating donating $25 a month to support the cause. Uh, you're helping me feed my cat. Who My cat was just limping. I just noticed that, so that's a little concerning. Man, this is a, this is a nice, like, guilt trip outro to a podcast. Our Patreon's not working. My cat has cancer. Thank you, Ross Miller. No, but for real, Ross Miller, thank you. 
and Ryan Lobson. I'm sorry, I forgot to shout you out. I get it. Ryan's donating a dollar a month now. It's fine, dude. It's fine. No, we still love you. We love everybody. Donate to Patreon if you can. If not, don't worry about it. All right. I'll see you guys next week.